Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parshat Ki Tevo, which means when you come in, the foil to last week's Ki Tetze, when you go out. Here's a quick recap. We begin with a series of laws, again, about bringing agricultural gifts to the temple, which only applies to the seven species of the land of Israel, wheat, barley, dates, figs, grapes, pomegranates, and olives. The person making the offering brings them to the priest, says a prayer, and presents them. People were also required to offer several tithes to the priests, the poor, and to themselves, which they could only eat in Jerusalem. We then get back to Moshe's farewell speech, in which he again reminds the Israelites to be good and treasure their relationship with God. He describes a ceremony where the people are to gather large stones and write the entire Torah on two sets of these stones, and then to place one set on Mount Grizim and one set on Mount Ebal. The people were to divide between the mountains, six tribes on one and six tribes on the other, with the priests and the Mishkan in the valley between them, and then the priests would face each mountain and recite blessings and curses. The Parsha ends with some of the specific blessings, as well as a gruesome list of curses known as the Tochacha, and then Moses decides to bring back a positive note and remind the Israelites of all the miracles they've experienced. Real emotional whirlwind at the end there, eh? But let's rewind to the very beginning of the Parsha with the agricultural declaration. If you're saying to yourself right now, really, Rabbi Dina, why should I care about that? My answer is actually, it's one of the most recited Jewish texts in history. It begins, Aramio Vedavi Vayered Mitzrayma. My father was a wandering Aramean who went down to Egypt with just a few other people and stayed there and became a great nation, and the Egyptians enslaved us, and so on and so on. Jews have been reciting this text together for thousands of years at a Passover Seder. It is, or at least it has become, sort of the Jewish national story. So what's it doing here in the Torah, in the midst of a ritual of agricultural sacrifice? The Torah seems to anticipate this very question because it then answers itself. So now when you see this bounty you have, remember that you did not get it on your own. God did this for you. I love that this becomes the national story, not just the experience of slavery, but the reminder that we are never alone, that when things are bad, they will turn around. And when things are good, we can't just coast through them. We have to give gratitude for them. So this is your reminder, if things are bad right now, they will turn around for you. And if things are good, take an extra moment today for some gratitude. See you next week.